are back for another episode, Three Dads in a Minivan. It is Ed, Greg, and Kevin hanging out with you on podcast land, or should I say in podcast land. That was a creepy look. That's what I do, Ed. Creep you out. <laughs> What's going on, You gentlemen? can check us out on all the major platforms. Obviously, wherever you're, you're checking us out now, if you don't mind, if you go to Apple and leave us a review, if you like this, Oh. That would be great. If you don't like it, just don't listen anymore. Don't give us a <laughs> review. Yeah, don't don't hate on us. Please. Yeah, we're, just, we're not getting paid for this or nothing. So just yeah, quietly please. walk out of the room. Thank you. It'd be like around Christmas time if you see the Salvation Army like ringing the bell outside of like a Publix or something like that, and you'd be like, I don't like the way they're ringing that bell. Like go if I try and leave like a bad review somewhere on Google or something. They're, they're doing that for free. They're volunteering their time. So are we. Yeah. So thank you. What's going on, gentlemen? I um I have so I did my homework on oh on Woodstock. the uh, yeah you watched oh, you some watched documentary it. wow he yeah actually you missed... did, did you do the all the homework or partial homework I did partial homework I never did all my homework did. even in real school <laughs> I'm exactly do my point <laughs> <laughs> what did so, you find out Ed well if you in case you missed one of the early episodes you can go back and listen it Greg uh, actually got the full experience of the 99 Woodstock it's the documentary Kev actually brought it up how it's been blown up on Netflix and it's it's actually really interesting and there was a behind the scenes story of like what riots you guys want to say I haven't gotten that yeah. far yet in it but okay it's getting there oh you're just wait you're just getting, Wait, you're just getting started brother <laughs> if you've only got to the first part that's the yeah. that's the, the the icing on the cake stuff that's nothing you haven't delved deep into it yet I really tried to finish episode one. I got like I have like 11 minutes left. I was so tired there and I was drinking my ass off. So of course you were. Uh, but here is my takeaway. I, I did have a major takeaway from episode one. And, OK, and as I was saying before to the guys, I said it's probably the most obscurest takeaway from the entire thing. The footage of people naked. Yeah. Like these people are naked and they yes. were I know they were naked at the actual Woodstock. But here's my two cents mm -hmm. on this. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if like because Hazel was messing around me? And she said she was like, oh, I went to that. I said, you went to Woodstock 99. She's like, yeah, you didn't know. I never told you that. Oh, wow. I like, so I was like, I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, I'm just joking. I didn't go. I said, well, yeah. thank God, because I'm thinking to myself, could you imagine if you were just walking around naked like there was full frontal loins just oh, hanging yeah. out? I have and, pictures and boobs and everything like that. Can you imagine sure. like if you guys saw like your girl or whatever, or, like your buddy, like <laughs> just naked, blown or Greg, if we saw Greg just naked oh, in the, in the documentary, wind, like, what? oh, that would have been not good for your eyes. There's my wife. There's my wife just out there chilling. I listen. There was a lot of nudity out there. Uh, not in the same regard, though, as it was at the original Woodstock. That was all about peace and love and freedom. This Woodstock was more about, you know, spring break. Like, it was let's hard. Get, yeah, it was it was uh, next level, but it got it got gross. You know, obviously, in the beginning, when it wasn't so bad before, you know, the shit hit the fan, literally uh, <laughs> and figuratively you know, all over the field as well. Uh, it was more about, you know, people doing body painting and like there was some messaging, you know, involved in like, you know, and, and I got all of that. But then it got to be just like it's just i don't even know how to describe that whole experience man but yeah there was a lot of nudity ed uh and i'm glad i didn't uh find my wife there uh and she's not on any documentaries and i'm not <laughs> naked anywhere but there was just some crazy that characters that's the one thing there was a lot of naked people yeah that you know there's a lot of <laughs> naked people there there was a lot of characters i mean i wish 
it was in the day and age of cell phones that had cameras because we're still going back before that. No, you don't. We just had disposable. We had disposable <laughs> no, cameras. Don't. Yeah, no, we do because <laughs> the amount of characters you could have put. Like I took pictures, still photos, which I have in my photo album of characters that I that we were partying around. But you don't get the grasp of a photo of of some dude with a mullet, you know, with like a God bless America shirt. And he's like got neon shorts on and he's doing like with you know, his dong Richard, out. Yeah. Like with his Richard Simmons, <laughs> like dances and like a picture doesn't do it justice. And today's social media, you would have created a reel of just like weird people, you know, and it would just been like back to back to back. Like we didn't have that technology then. So I kind of wish we did have today's technology back then because you get, you would have gotten such a more uh, in-depth, look and experience than just photographs that's why i like the documentary because they had video footage that we didn't even get to see you know with that though i i almost would be willing to bet it would be a different vibe you know what i'm saying because oh, at sure. that time there was no you're real. going out there and yeah you know mtv was there and there was a few people with the big old you know <laughs> over the, the shoulder the, yeah. the, the vhs uh you know shoulder yeah. camera going but you didn't you didn't really grasp the fact that all this video is there forever. The Internet is there forever. You know what I'm saying? Now, right. you know that. Right. And I, I, I kind of just feel like it would have been a different vibe, a I'm different sure. tone. I mean, obviously not in the 2022 setting. I'm saying even in 99 with the, you know, the different mentality, and everything. But you would know, dude, there's reels out there. Mm -hmm. There's TikToks out there. Right. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be walking around dong all out. Right. Uh, different story. No, you're right. Be everywhere. Yeah. Well, that, you know what I'm saying? That was the one that if you, if you guys remember from episode one, that's the one that kind of scarred me because you really don't see, you know, loins unless it's like a... a a porno or, or an adult uh, film of some sort. You haven't so been to when, a lot of concerts then lately, Ed. I mean, there's a lot of loins out at what concerts. What concerts are you going to where people are just hip hop concerts? Come on, man. With like dongs out? Maybe not dongs, but like there's boobs out. Oh, yeah, you know, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not about, dongs. I'm talking about the dingling. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Don't let that stop you from watching <laughs> the rest of the documentary, dude, because once you get past that part, which is yeah. really not a, a big portion of the documentary. So I'm just a little surprised you got so hooked on that part. But, um, you know, keep watching it. It's really great. Uh, you probably paused it. Hey, come here. Yeah, right. Come here, look, look at this it. guy just walking around. Look at this. Going out. There's his butt. I can't believe it. Rewind that. I can see really. Do it again. I see really just walking around, just willy nilly like that. I did rewind it actually. <laughs> so wait a second. Anyway. Wow. Oh God. Can we move on? Oh to my else? goodness. Yeah. Let's talk about. Can we talk about football? I would bit? love to. Please. Little football. <laughs> did you guys happen to see the? Uh, the idiot. What an idiot this guy was. Whoever this person is, idiot. you are an idiot <laughs> who left either their grill or their little hibachi, uh, you know, whatever they use for their tailgating experience. They left it hot by their car and went into the game. <laughs> yeah, they week one. Come out. Yeah. yeah, they come out. And what is there like six, six cars in that general vicinity fried all destroyed flamed up flame broiled the whole nine you can you imagine coming out of the game and your car is completely destroyed <laughs> because of the idiot next to you who left the grill 
by the exhaust and it just caught fire and the whole car went up in flames. What an idiot, dude. When you add a little uh, insult to injury too, could you imagine if your your car was damaged like that and the guy that was cooking the burgers didn't even offer you one earlier? None, none of it. Like, none real of dick move. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, dude, I don't you know, man. give me a burger and Nothing. then you burnt my car up. Burn it like, to the ground. This is just one of the reasons why I don't tailgate. I mean, I, I'm not. A, I'll be honest with you. I know I'm going to go against the uh, the all American green here of oh, what classic football. You know, everybody getting together. We're all going to tailgate. I don't do the tailgate. And honestly, it's not because of this. I know this is a rare instance, but tailgating in general, I just think I think I know I know I'm going to get butchered for this one. I think tailgating is stupid. I just think it is. Whoa. That's wow. strong. Shots now. I, had had you said it's a lot of work, I would have said a hundred percent. Yes, dude. Yeah, You're it lugging is. so much stuff. You just set up. It's like you. It's like going on a camping trip. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I Every mean, week. It's a lot to do, but stupid. Yeah. What? Uh, Think about it. Stupid. Why is it? What are you there stupid? for? What are you dude? there for? Pre hang out and drink. No. Why, why are you at the game? To pre-party. No, why are you at the game? You're not at the game to, to hang out with your game, friends. See, it's a social it. event. It's, it's a social event. And everybody that has that. See, I'm not. I'm a big football guy. So okay. if somebody has that mentality, I'm not interested. Like, okay. I'm not. You're interested. going to watch the game, which is fine. There's a gazillion people who also go to watch the game. But you cannot deny the fact that a football game, pro, college, high school, some say peewee, is a social gathering. For the fans to get mm. together with your neighbors, your fellow fans to chop it up because you've had a long week at work and you just want to unwind a little bit. You want to get out there early because, you know, during the game, you're going to be in your seat with your with your wife or your family or your friends or whatever. So you're kind of in the confines, Ed. You can sit back there and roll your eyes all you want. The point is, it's a social environment. It is a social event. So if you want to get together and have a couple drinks before you don't when you go out to dinner with your friends, like you're going to meet up somewhere Ed, you don't go have a drink maybe before dinner somewhere. You, that doesn't come. That's never happened to you. You don't do that with Hazel. You guys go, hey, well, let's go meet up at so and so. And then we'll go. Uh, we'll go have our dinner. That's no, not terrible. Like, he sits in his car and waits until <laughs> our table's ready. And then it's like right to it. He already he's already done the pre-gaming as far as I, well, I look up the menu I do. Uh, online first before I get there so I can exactly. order as soon as I sit down and like, dude, what the hell, man? Do you think it's rude if I say honestly, is it rude if I say I don't want a menu? Because that's exactly actually what I do is when I go in, I know I already looked at the menu online. I don't need and a menu. for the whole family. Like literally they sit down. The waiter comes over and before they can even finish saying hello, he's like, all right, here's what we got. We got four. Can I get to four waters, please? This and he goes through the whole menu and they take it and they're done. So they're in and out in 26 minutes. Done. Back to yeah. The house. The waiter comes wow. up. Hey, my name is up. We're not here to socialize. Uh, I already have my order. We're ready to go. Fill up my drinks when they're empty. And then when we're done eating. We already know the menu, sir. Look, we Todd, know the menu. look, Todd, I'm not here to become friends with you. You just want a good tip. That's all you want is a good tip, Todd. I just want my food and I want to go. You got it? Well, the whole thing with tailgating, too, though, is like it doesn't take away from the football game. Yeah, That's man. once you go in the stadium. Listen, like, I had a bad that, that wears headphones and listens to it on the radio while you're there live, aren't you? That's a I good like broadcast. Off, man. He's yeah, better, I don't want to hear these people around me. I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear the broadcast I, because I can't watch it and know what's going on. I've got to listen to it too. 
Listen, there, there's I have I have a couple of different a couple of different concerns here about the Bucks Stadium. I love the Bucks. I'm I'm a big Bucks fan. And shout to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I have a couple of different issues. The first one is when I went to a game, this was Those several years ago. Those are so loud. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> I go to the game and you know where the pirate ship is? Yes, of course. Okay. There's a contingent of people over there that are just drinking and talking. They have no clue what's going on. And I went over there to get a beer and I'm walking back and something happened on the field where the whole stadium started to cheer. And I saw like this group of people in front of me. They were like kind of like our age. They were drinking and hanging out. And I saw them all turn around like their 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 backs are to where the field is. Right. Mind you, they're over by the pirate ship backs to the field. I'm walking towards the field because I'm walking away from the concession stand. Something happened in the game. I don't know what it was. The crowd starts going crazy. I literally saw these four or five people. I forget what it was. It was several years ago. But they turn around. They go, ah! <laughs> And then they turn their backs back to the field. And they start talking and drinking again. And I was so, as a football fan, I was so insulted. I was like, you have no clue what just happened. Right. And for those uh... people, they are there because it's a social event that's all they're there for go to the club okay. go to the bar that's but an expensive that doesn't make it, ticket that doesn't right but that doesn't there, make you're it in any the lesser. environment you're right. in it right you're a part of the experience whether you or smell not the cannon fire Listen. and the spilt beer there's and not a lot at of the guys that are wearing headphones and listening to the game <laughs> I mean, you can't get like, that at a bar. I feel, I feel like Ed would totally be that guy. Right? He, brings, like, guy. he brings the seat cushion, right? Because he knows that the seats there are not going to be that comfortable. Well, so he has not. his 1986 Buccaneer creamsicle seat cushion. And I could see him with his dad with oh, those yeah. huge headphones, like the ones I'm wearing that have the antenna, the antenna. that goes straight antenna. up. Yep, that's right. I could see them with the short shorts and he's got one beer and a bag of peanuts. There they are. I yep. Wireless. I, They're wireless. Yep. These bad boys. Oh, oh my yeah. God. God, yes. No wire and, needed. And then he does this to everyone else sitting around. I'm like, oh, well, what they're saying uh, replay-wise on the radio is that uh, his foot was out. Oh, yeah. Well, we could see it on the big jumbo screen there. But no, well, that's well, on the radio. You know, you get more in-depth. Right. That... Listen to Gene Decker, huh? well, You know, I feel like it gives me a better play-by-play -play than when I'm getting out here from the fans. You know, it, it just it, the whole... I don't know. There's just something about the people that don't go to the game. There's other people and the other people I don't like. Now you guys got me on this tangent. Now the other people I don't like are the people that, that think it's goddamn Halloween at the, at the football games. Like it's not Halloween. All right. <clears throat> me and Hazel, this pissed me off so much. Remember Raheem Morris was yeah. the head coach of the Bucks. Yeah. He yeah. comes into the, when I was on the morning shows on our, the freak show, he comes into the morning show. Totally cool guy. Um, he gives the whole morning show. He gives us all for each and our like one additional person a chance to go on the field before the game. He gives us tickets for the Monday night football game. It was the game against the Colts um, when Peyton Manning was still quarterback. <clears throat> and we had seats like maybe like seven rows up in the end zone, like right there by the field. I was so jacked. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm talking about. We're, we're so close to the field, blah, 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 blah. Right before the game starts, this these two ladies come and sit down in front of us with these goddamn like peacock looking hats <laughs> that are freaking. They got fruits and feathers and all kinds of shit sticking all up. And Hayes is like, I can't see. And I'm like, I can't see either. I'm like, what is this shit? Why are you wearing those hats to the game? We didn't even get to stay the whole game. We left. We left halfway through the second quarter, and we went to the Applebee's over there in Hillsboro to watch the did. rest of the game. Because, of course you did. <laughs> because we couldn't see the game. Why are you wearing those hats? There's no need for that shit at the games. There's no need for it. Listen, Ed, 
you're now hating on fans that are <laughs> diehard fans. You're not a diehard is... fan. Okay, this goes back to Dragon Ball Z guy. Okay, like this is, this is this is their thing. You can't hate on them because this is their thing. You got to have fans like that, Ed. That's what like when they do the commercials for the NFL, they always go to the crazy and wild and zany fans because they're the ones that bleed that. This is like their lives revolve around that. Same with the tailgate. This is part of their lives. They don't get it very often. How long is the football season? How many games of those are at home? So you're literally talking like what, six or seven games over like eight games over six months. It's not even that many times. So it's an opportunity to gather and pregame and enjoy the company of your friends and fam before the event. Most people don't sit together. So it gives you an opportunity, like you said, to gather and hang out, chill out pregame. Dude, don't act like when we went used to go to the club and stuff, dude. We weren't pre-gaming at somebody's house. Let's all link up here. We're gonna go here first and then we'll, you know, do whatever. And then we go to do whatever it is we're doing. So this is not any different with tailgating. There's no difference. It's apple I guarantee onions. you those uh hat ladies were tailgating. Of course they were. They're part of the swashbuckling crew or whatever. That's called. right. That's right. Dan. And then don't get me started on the people that were all that kinds of paint and stuff like that. That's just a whole nother. That, that would be a whole nother episode. It just it's too much. It's too much for me. Okay. Well, Big Nasty's in the Hall of Fame for putting faint, uh, paint on yep. his face. Yep. In Canton, Ohio. Yeah. Ed. So and you're just yelling at people to get off your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, enough about me. You know, you guys ragging on me for a change. I have to well, bring something up to you guys, though, because maybe we're ragging on somebody else here because I don't understand this. So, okay. so <laughs> switching gears here on the way home from a gig the other night. And one of the guys that, that does events with me, he's in the car with me. I will not name his name because if we're going to clown on him, I don't want him. He's going to know who it is, but I'm not going to put his name out there for everybody. OK, else. why not? It's like an afternoon gig, so we're on the way home, and he says, hey, man, uh, GameStop's like right on the way. Do you mind just swinging by there real quick? And I said, yeah, no, no worries. You know, I'm like, GameStop? GameStop, yeah. Okay. Video games, the place yeah. that sells video games. Mm -hmm. So we roll by the the GameStop right there in Palm Harbor <clears throat> on US-19, and uh, he gets out. I said, I'm just going to wait in the car because I'm not about to go in while he's getting a video game. I thought it was kind of like strange-wise, <laughs> maybe a game just released or something like that. He comes out with like a bag. <clears throat> And uh, he gets in the car and I was like, I was like, damn, man, I was like, you must really be high on some game that just got released. He's like, no, I, I didn't need a game. I'm like, you didn't need a game. Why did we stop a GameStop? <laughs> he started. I start laughing. He goes, oh, because I collect the pops or whatever, the pop figures, whatever the hell the name of it is. And he pulls it out of the bag. And it was the. he's like, we just actually watched the new Pinocchio movie on Disney Plus, And I forgot <laughs> I didn't get to have the Jiminy Cricket one. <laughs> and he pulls <laughs> Out of his bag, he. You know what I'm talking about, Kev? The pop figures or the pop? I know big, exactly the, what you're talking the, about. The big I head things. With the, yeah, I, figured I, it. I know I knew exactly what you're talking about. What are they called? I, Something pops. I have one from my daughter. Like two years ago, she knows I'm a big Brooklyn Nets fan. I'm showing the screen right now. It's a Kevin Durant pop figure, but she got it for me because I'm a Kevin Durant fan. And, and no, I get it. So he had to stop on the way to the gig to get the new Pinocchio pop. The Jiminy Cricket one. <laughs> oh, man. What in the Jiminy Crickets have happened to adults? So I I didn't know how to react at first. I was like, are you so you wanted that or your kid? And he's like, no, no, no. I, I collect them. He goes, I collect all the pop. He goes, if you came to my house, he goes, no lie. I probably have over like 150 pop figures. And I was like, oh, my God. So. 
what is he are they expensive because i don't know that's not my world so i don't i couldn't speak on that i mean are they like worth a lot of money are they I like rare don't know i, I don't if they're, know if they're at GameStop, works. they're not rare right so i mean that means that's a, that's a chain so my guess is it's not you're not going into some antique store to try to find them so are they <laughs> i mean maybe it's a, an investment some people invest in shoes right like you could say oh you know this this guy that I work with, he collects pop figurines, but if they're worth a lot of money and he's collecting them for a future, you know, investment to say, I'm going to cash these in one day and buy my daughter a car. I get it. But, you know, it's the same thing with shoes. Like I've got some friends and we're not going to call anybody out by name, um, but they invest a lot of money in shoes and yes, they may wear them. They may not wear a lot of them just because they know they're an investment. I've seen enough you know, TV shows to know that some of these shoes are worth a goddamn lot of money. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Pop figures are a little bit different than shoes, I guess. I mean, I don't really collect uh, a whole lot. Maybe some sports memorabilia. I don't consider that the same, especially if you have a man cave or an office. It's more like a, uh, you know, these are your trinkets. Like if you're going to go back to medieval times, these are my <laughs> treasures that I have acquired through battle. Um, but I mean, I have some pretty remarkable items you know in my collection it, that i know are going to be worth value uh someday like they're already worth value i'm talking like joe namath uh autographed football which is you know going back to one of the first super bowl champs ever so i know that's gonna be worth yeah, some but money. not I'm, we're talking about these pop figures though yeah, like as a grown man and I, and I love the guy he's a nice guy and i'm not and he knows that and i, I was laughing you know, that day. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I just, I never even heard of this before. And I'd never seen like a grown man come out of a store, like all excited about a pop figure before. Well, I'll, I'll say like, I think we know, I mean, and it's known that sports memorabilia, there's Value. return in your investment, right? right? right. Uh, these, Do we pops, know these, these pop things. And I don't know, but right. this whole pop thing gives me beanie baby vibe. Sure. But beanie babies are still worth money. That's the thing. Uh, Maybe not as much like it, it, during the craze, uh, but those things have value. Again, I don't know about pop figures. Maybe he knows something we uh, don't. Okay, you I know? just Googled it because I wanted okay. to see so, to answer our question. I said, are pop figures worth money? And that's what came up. It says the regular Batman Funko pop figure sells for a standard retail price of $5. However, okay. Batman Freddy Funko... <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're talking about this as grow men in the blue suit is a lot more desirable to collectors due to its limited numbers. It has been known for mint condition Batman Freddy Funko to reach a sale price of around six thousand dollars on eBay. See what I mean? See, and so that's the it, thing, right? You get one of those things, and mm -hmm. that starts the the beanie baby craze. Like, right. oh man, you get that Princess Diana beanie baby, you're gonna right. make a fortune. Right. And then everybody runs out and gets a bunch of beanie babies, and they're not worth squat. Okay. You just have Same a whole bunch thing. of them. Yeah, same. That, that's what but, I'm saying. This gives me Beanie Baby vibe. And, and, it, and again, in 10, 12 years, it could be extinct, right? And then it becomes the nostalgia factor that people are willing to pay money to bring them back to those days. That's why the Nintendo original systems, the Star Wars toys, the original G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip, the He-Man, like all of those things, because people our age now who are older, who now have our own kids, 
we have the expendable income to go. That's bringing me right back to my childhood. I'm going to buy that evil Knievel, pull the thing and the thing launches because it brings you back to those days. And so people are willing to pay for that. So the Funko pop or the pop figures or whatever it is (laughs) right now, we may be laughing at your boy, but then guess what? In 20 years, that Pinocchio joint that he pulled over and you picked up Jiminy with him Cr- is Cricket. worth 20, Jiminy Cricket, whatever it's worth 20 grand. And now he's buying his daughter a, a wedding. You know what I mean? Like we, we just don't know. So we may be laughing at him. I still, honestly, I have some stuff that I've kept in a bin and it's in the back of my office. There's baseball cards autographed in there and all sorts of stuff, but you know what's in there. And I thought someday these are going to be worth a ton of money and they're not worth squat. Are garbage pale kids. Yep. Now I may not have a, a ton of them, but I ha- I kept the first series because I'm like the first series of anything is going to be worth money. But they're not in the original package with the original bubble gum in it. Like if you have that, those are worth money. If they're opened, you're going to have to find collectors who want to buy one card, you know, on eBay for a dollar seventeen. It's going to take you forever to get rid of them. So you just don't know what's going to hit. Pop figures might hit in twenty. My years. thing is too is like, where is this guy keeping all these things? Same he place this guy garage. keeps. His, yeah, his garage, or they have like shelving systems and boxes. And haven't you watched Pawn Stars or um, what's the other one? Storage Wars, where people leave these things in bins and storage units, <laughs> and then they abandon them, and then they find out they're worth a ton ton of money so i mean i, get I don't want to i don't want to mess See, with the guy that's another he's one. a good guy he's a good guy that's another trick right you watch these storage wars things and it's like these guys oh ten dollars for that right. storage unit oh my gosh there's a lamborghini in here <laughs> and then everybody's like man i'm gonna start going and buying storage units good luck. that's it it's all I mean, I get it. It's for show. It's all for show, man. But it's also like, makes you realize Jiminy Cricket, man. Some of that stuff is worth money. We just don't know. I mean, we just do not know what's gonna hit. So I mean, that was a well, there's always been a craze, right? I mean, you can go back to toys and Christmases and you know, Elmo, tickle me Elmo, and uh, you know, uh when we were growing up, it was um the gremlin. What was that little gremlin guy's name? Mowgli Gizmo. Gizmo. It was the gizmo that talked, and it was like there's always been some item that, that Mowgli. Teddy Ruxpin. Mowgli's from the Jungle Book. Go ahead, sorry. Mowgli's? Mowgli. I don't remember that one. Mowgli's from the Jungle yeah, Book. Yeah, that, that was the kid. Teddy Ruxpin. The- there's always been something that has become pop culture iconic that is worth a lot of money. So going back to your childhood, right? And if you could have had one toy. mm that you could have saved the collection. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm talking a big collection like these, you know, the, the, the people that do all this collecting and all, you know, like your boy with the pops. Mm-hmm. I, you have, what would have that have been? Millennium have Falcon. Room oh. Filled with your toys. Okay. One item? Yeah. The Millennium Falcon. From the start. No, no, no. okay. So you're saying Star Wars, and I'm just saying in general, we're not just one toy, but I'm saying a collection. The original Star Wars stuff that we had as kids, because remember, I was during that era as a kid growing up during that time, and I remember we had all the Chewbacca's and the Star Wars and and the Princess Leia's and the Luke Skywalker toys and the figurines and all that. Had I known the value of that stuff. I would have kept it in the box as hard sure. as it would have been to to do that and not play with it as a kid, sure. knowing, hey, just put this in the closet and sit on it because in about 30, 40 years is going to be worth a fortune. 
I would have never opened that Millennium Falcon box. Right. That would, that's worth a ton of money. Oh, yeah. This so, actually just came up recently in my house because uh, the Mickey Mantle card that just sold, you know, oh, saw yeah. the Mickey Mantle card, which, by the way, my my dad had that card. He's like, I had that card because mm. he was a big diehard Mickey Mantle fan. He's like, but my, you know, my grandmother was like, Psh, toss all that stuff. As soon as he, uh, when he got when he got drafted to Vietnam War, my dad did. That's when my um my grandmother went up and I guess everything in the attic. That's where they kept everything. It. You know, I don't know if, but also too that Mickey Mantle card that he had, it might not have been in this mint condition that sure. this guy sold it for. So I mean, you, you know, my dad said they used to put them on like the spokes of their wheels on the bikes yep. and stuff like yep. that to make the noise. So who knows? But mine was um same vein as Greg. <clears throat> I had the um all the original Star Wars figures, and we were trying to figure out. Um, you know what to do with them and i had the darth vader carrying case and yep, my yep. mom doesn't know we i i thought we sold them in a garage sale she's like i would have never done that eddie she thinks somebody stole them so probably whatever one of your, one of your friends jacked him one day you just weren't you forgot or he said hey, eddie, let me borrow this and you never brought it back maybe it was the same Son guy who's collecting the pop figures <laughs> He's got i was big here. into uh gi joe and transformers yep, yep. So if I could have had one of those like collection, because I had a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Um, and same thing, you get to a certain age and you're like, I don't play with them anymore. Get rid and of my them. mom hit me in the soft spot and was like, Well, let's uh, you know, let's donate them to yeah, the kids, kids that don't, that don't yeah. have toys and they yeah. don't have Christmases. And I said, You know what, mom, that's a nice idea. Now, if they would have came to if they would have kept them, they're making money off my shit. Right. He, this 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 kid that was homeless, like when he was little, rolling yeah. up in front of your house with Lamborghini, like thanks for the GI Joes, bitch. Thanks, buddy. But no, if I, I that would have been the collection for me, it would have either GI Joe or Transformers. Man, I love those toys, and uh, I I would have had a big display, much like your, you know, like Jiminy Cricket. Pop, <laughs> pop, figures. pop figures everywhere, dude. Damn, man, what time's up already, guys? This is like a really really fast show today i didn't realize how quickly it went by but it's good it's funny <sighs> all right so uh just uh make sure you log in and you sign up and you follow us on all of our socials and you know listen to us and subscribe to us because we don't want you guys to miss any episodes of three dads in a minivan our podcast you can get it everywhere you know ed's got all the listings of all the places spotify apple google you name it youtube hit him with everywhere. the list ed hit him with the list ed yeah girl get it all right anyway so uh that's gonna do it for uh another episode of three dads in a minivan podcast please again subscribe tell your friends about us uh if you loved us in the minivan go to youtube you know and find uh some of the old episodes of us riding around the minivan they never get old uh and uh our halloween episode actually one of my favorites uh definitely check that out because we're, we're on the halloween real quick season. we got like 30 seconds but i forget our names i always forget our names kev was lee 30 that's 30, right 33rd and third or something like that actually 33 uh, i was uh, uh uh what the hell was my name sir duke uh, or sir wallingham right or something like no that. it was uh <laughs> like a what was yours, well you got to give a quick context it was your middle name in the street you grew oh, up oh, on elliot cardinal and i was and michael magnolia <laughs> michael magnolia please go watch the youtube of our halloween special it's elliot cardinal sign it off with lisa <laughs> Thanks for and listening. We'll see you next week. Three dads in a minivan. 